All right, welcome back to another Red Cedar Wrap. Uh, tough day for Spartans today. Man, I jumped on right after the Penn State upset. Uh, and then also talk about uh, Mark's retirement. As always, let's get it. Your Spartan Marching Band. All right, Matt. We're jumping on right after that Penn State game. Huge uh, day. Huge, huge day. day. Funny because we recorded last night and the audio was terrible. Maybe it was an omen to like we got to record this tomorrow night and all this stuff happened today. And I'm glad it did because I am ready to go for this one. Yeah. So we, we yep, had a win against Northwestern. That was nice. Got some fun time to watch uh, some good segments. Cash was feeling the game. Then we shift over to Wisconsin, have a very disappointing loss onto that. Uh, but then we roll into Tuesday today, and we just get over watching a Penn State game that, uh, to me, the beginning of that first half felt like Virginia Tech all over again. Yeah, making it's two in a row with Wisconsin and now Penn State. Off defensively, this team is bad. All right, below average, below average team. Bad for uh, a Tom Izzo coach team for sure. It's crazy that how Ken Palm would have us so much higher than than what you think, but it's you just need a couple more stops. Or you just it, it it just falls into place where we can get six or seven points, but then give up six or seven points. Yeah, I mean they went down what twelve, ten or twelve this game. They fought back, to take the lead, but they never got up more than one possession, and it came down to turnovers offensively, uh, giving up offensive rebounds on the defensive end for easy second chance points. Penn State did play. A decent game, um, especially Lamar Stevens and his mismatch with Malik Hall. But this team, I've been saying it for a little bit, and now it's I think it's really coming to fruition. Here is just like it just lacks that killer mentality. You know, it just it's just we don't pull away. It's not just not all. something. I love the fight. We can fight with everyone, but I don't want to fight anymore. I want to pull away and win. It, it's funny. We were up eight points. At the 16 mark, minute mark, yep. 12 to 4. Uh, I sat there and I was like, that's exactly how I want you to start. I knew we were going to give some back. I knew that was coming. But I didn't realize it was going to be that fast. But the difference of that is is now it's like 19-19 going in the first half. You know, it's similar to Wisconsin where you saw a lot of three-pointers going, you know, 50% shooting. It was absurd. Uh, MJ shooting it unreal yeah and you I just mean, felt like that mean was going to come down in the second half which a little bit did yeah it's just they don't play well defensively they give up these open shots um and this gives opportunity for these teams to start feeling it and they end up usually doing that against us as well as the amount of turnovers we had um offensively the amount of rebounds that they got off offensively the, and the amount of that we didn't get offensively was huge um i think I'm, it, I th- I'm so heated with. I mean, this team came in as number one preseason team this this year, and for sure should be a top ten team. And they are looking like a team that can get bounced in the first weekend pretty easily at this point. Yeah, depending and, on your bank. we can fight. We've got players, but we just we didn't bring. We haven't brought it together yet. Again, um, I think you said this to me earlier. This is the week where Izzo has a terrible record in. Yeah, first in week February. of February. 
That's it, it it didn't phase me until now where it's like, wow, this is where we have a bad week. But yeah, and it's this team it's really a, it's Cassius and the only player that is consistent for us is him. Um Tillman's been having a terrible couple of games here. Winston also is asked to do too much because no no one else can really do anything. Um he forces up shots he probably be sh- he shouldn't be, but it's almost like you'd rather have that than anybody else. I mean watch Watts shows flashes, then he does some dumb stuff. Henry has been awful lately. I think he needs to go back to the bench. Uh, Gabe Brown, he was sick against Wisconsin this game. He didn't play very well. Tillman, who as we mentioned already, bad. Uh, Malik Hall, defensively, just got abused tonight. You know, it, I'll give Tillman Tillman the credit of having more good games than not, and you're not going to have someone step in and fill the shoes that he does. But there are definitely felt moments that you feel like, I mean, man, he had in a phenomenal post move to reverse it and then it just rattles out and it's like those yeah, have I think to he's go in, in. he's in head at this point like having a kid. you can't be missing that many bunnies without being somewhat in your head so you know, nervous you're gonna miss it let's talk first half real quick one thing atrocious was the referees and i usually don't point it point it this way but cassius is kick yeah, that, foot then that was huge that was a huge call then right after Mo- then malik gets a block and then Izzo goes crazy. Then we get a T right off the bat. Now, yeah. they made a makeup call T at the end of the half. Yep, so sure. you can watch those two. But overall, that was just garbage officiating at the beginning. And then in the second half, it didn't see as much. But, man, that hurt. That yeah. hurt so much. I mean, that four-point play right there, game changer. Yeah. Momentum changes. Everything of that rest of that first half changes. Maybe we're not down 10, hoping for a prayer to get down by six at the end. Yeah, but then we get it tied. I mean, with six minutes left to go in the game, it's a tie game, and I don't think we scored for about four minutes. It was five minutes and two seconds. Without a at bucket. 5.33 mark at the end of the game. 5.33 mark. We didn't score again until 31 seconds left in the game, and it was five missed possessions. Five. Terrible. How do you do that? That's I mean, we, we – you know, I even was sitting there on the couch going, just take – the lead and this team's just and frustrating. Get, You're just screaming at the TV the whole time. Right? Well, and then you, they gave Penn State gave you the opportunity. They missed them. They took a bad three. You know, you had two opportunities to not only take the lead but then extend the lead. I mean, Cash missed a three that could have made it six point lead. Fine. Malik Hall throwing it across half court. Aaron Henry turnover. I mean, it, how many turnovers that K gonna have? Well, how much did the team have today? Yeah, but you cut that in half. There's a the game. How many how many turnovers do we have in a row between him and lawyer? Also, bad officiating call. Lawyer dive. That was awful. The lawyers. I mean, he dribbled it off his foot. He can't be doing that. Yeah, exactly. Regardless, you saw that. he didn't play second half at all. There's a reason he's been he was bad yeah. today. So it, it just it just shows like, all right, where's the sloppiness? It's a little bit of everywhere, right? Yeah, and this yeah. is on coaching at this point right now. I think. I mean. I've been saying how bad everyone played tonight, and it's true. I mean, other than Cash, I think everyone played awful. It's just, when are they going to get it together? Because we've seen awful against Purdue. We've seen awful against Indiana. Especially the way we start, not good against Wisconsin. I mean, we were terrible against Duke. You think by now they'd get it together. Like, this is when we're not going to win the Big Ten by playing like this. At this point, I would say we're not going to win the Big Ten the way we're playing. No, I mean, if you look at the rankings now, we're a game behind, but there's a mix of six people, six teams, yeah. and we've got our hardest rest of the schedule going through. Right. I mean, we have road games, Illinois, road games, Michigan, road games at Maryland, 
this month, home right? In Maryland. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, yeah, this month, all those. Once you get Maryland at home, it's like you pretty much have to only give up one more loss this month in order to have a chance. Like you only lose and, one more game this month. I mean, there was eight eight games in in, in February, and when we recorded, and then of course we had the technical issues. We said if you could have walk out of February with two losses, that'd be that'd be okay, right? I could survive two losses. Well, you just hit your two loss mark right there. Yeah. Are gonna I said I said if we walked out with three, I would be okay. Well, right now, depending who they I were, mean, but now it's like I was looking at games. We got like a split Illinois up. and Maryland on the road with Michigan on the road, and not a Penn State at home. You know, and and the hard part is we got Penn State again, and we we lost them at home. You know, and I think the is zone was one of the loudest at sections, and then one of the quietest at the, sections. It, they try game. to get loud, but then they Penn State just quiet them every single time. Yeah, and it's just little things. That it's just so played. disappointing, man. This team is disappointing me like crazy. I, I hate saying it, but it's like I'm ready to almost be done. It's like I can't. Can you? I've can you? Put, I've put so much into us. this team, beginning of the season, like emotionally and just like watching every single game and all that stuff. It's like, man, now I'm almost like. Well, do you think football played a little bit in that, putting a lot of emotions into the football team too? I don't know. I kind of gave up on the football team pretty early, but yeah, but but in the same sense, you go in this like. Yeah, Matt, in, a, in, Matt in spring 2019, super hype. Even even more hype coming off of Final Four and knowing that we're going to yeah. have a lot of return. Man, you athletics were on a high, and it just. Yeah, I think for sure basketball at least. Yeah, I had a lot of high hopes, and that's just why it makes it that much worse. And just the way they play too, man. It's just annoying the way they play. It's like they want, like it's already mentioned, the turnovers, like the, the the four shots, the bad decisions, like. At this point in the season, Izzo's got to get it out of these guys. There's a month left until we get to, to, you know, single elimination. At this stage right now, let's ask this question: Do you wish we had Joey Hauser and Langford? Of course. Is that even a question? Come on. Yeah, because I think last, <laughs> I think like three weeks ago, I don't know. You wouldn't have developed any freshmen. Yeah. You know, would Would Millie call get time? Rocket probably would have. Does Bingham get time? Does you know, do you find out which match, uh, matchups work better with between Kithier, Bingham? You know, obviously Joey would get a lot of the time, and it honestly today it's easier to say yes. But I think three weeks ago, I I don't know if I wanted it because we're developing a lot of people. Yeah, I think you would have developed them anyway. But yeah, we definitely want them. I just think that this team at this point, like, what do you see? Do you see this team turning around? I mean, they usually do. We, we maybe we'll look back at this and laugh at ourselves, but like, I just don't see this team. I don't. They've gotten worse, in my opinion. Well, of course, season. and I, I mean, I I hope that we get to laugh about this and turn this around. But here, here's the thing: is I wanted the Big Ten. I want to be able to say in a tough conference, we are the best, even if that is five or six losses. Right? We get a four seed. Like I'm, I already come to terms months or weeks ago. You're not going to get a one or two seed. You yeah, know, at this point, the highest thing we'll even be able to get if we do well is a three. Is three. So if we get lucky. And that's like that's basically winning out and winning the Big Ten Conference at this point now. But even then, I can make amends with that because we do make runs. You know, even a four seed, we'd be a sneaky four seed. But I really wanted the Big Ten. Yeah, you know, the tournament. The tournament's tough. Tournament's tough. That goes anyone can win that tournament. It's just a it's a weekend. But I wanted the Big Ten, and this one's a very tough one to go through. You know, they played well. They did, but they also gave us opportunities. I mean, I feel like. Between this, Virginia Tech, uh, Indiana, Wisconsin, everyone gave us a chance to win. And those are four, not even, you know, two of those four quadrant ones. I mean, yeah. we are the worst quadrant one 
uh, record. Like the Indiana game, the Wisconsin game, and now this Penn State game, those are games that if you're a championship team, you figure out a way to win. Five five minutes. They've lost all three. Five minutes, five possessions, no scores. Yeah, this team's in trouble. Teams in deep trouble. You know, going away in Ann Arbor this week, I'm nervous. They dropped that game. It's pretty much curtains. This team's not winning it. It's a good point. Yeah, I can agree with that. And and Michigan put a good game against Ohio State today. They were right in it. You know, we're going to theirs. They probably should have won. But they, yeah, I mean, they call in Simpson, but this team has just been inconsistent. And it's 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 interesting because by this time you you want to see the turn. I don't know if we're there yet. Now, going forward, six games. Let's see how we do. Take one game at a time. Know that hey, the expectations and bar were here. You can still get to those goals. You can still achieve those goals. We got to step back, reset, and just focus. Right. We got to develop some guys to to get into the cautious play. Cassius can't do everything. Yeah. You know, I will never blame him for that free throw. I'll never blame no, him for that. No, because he got hit never... hard on that shot when he went and you can see him limping. It's like, man, maybe take a second here. Dude, he's allowed and, to miss a shot. He's yeah, allowed to miss he's Maybe allowed take to miss a second throw. here and you're at the line, you're like, I know you're just got banged up. Like, what's it's tough. I mean A little bit of me like any other player, like if it was Bridges a couple years ago, I like killers and legends have to hit that shot. Right. I know I'm not putting all the cash. But for Cassius, uh it's not. Because he did everything. He's always reason we were there. Yeah, exactly. He's we were there. I did like the call too. Just like cash drive all the way down the court. No, for, for sure. sure. And you, I was you mind that they, fouled. You hope they don't. They just get the two, and then they would have been done by one. That's smart play either way. We got lucky that we got the foul on us for sure. Yeah. But I think we think this weekend. You think we get it? I don't think we do now. I think with where we're at right now as a team, I think we drop it. I think we'll play tight game, but I think we drop the game. Man, on if Saturday. we're favored, I wouldn't bet it, man. I wouldn't be a bad man, but it just depends is his liver's back or, or if he's yeah. out. Uh, there's a lot of factors into, I really think this, you know, this stretch is always what buckles down the team, brings you together and gets it through, you know, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. Right now we move on. Uh, and the big Ten's going to just implode in the next four weeks. I mean, we'll see. Just I mean, be big, yeah, big game Illinois Maryland this Friday, so we'll see what happens there. It just and and there's just so many good games that are gonna come on. I mean, today was three good ones today. Yeah, uh, I mean, they're all pretty close. Rutgers almost came back on Maryland. I mean, but if, if you're a Maryland fan today, this is exactly what you wanted. If you're gonna one of the Big Ten, no one wants us to see us win again. I mean, shit, no, but and so they, but you take out one of your big, you know, you take down Rutgers, you got the big win there, you know. Yeah. Then you get into if Friday. Friday is a big game. Yeah. I mean. That that's gonna solidify who's leading the Big Ten. It will. All right, so let's. I mean, it's the big day. We buried pretty much buried the lead here of what on February fourth, twenty twenty. What happened? Head coach Mark D'Antonio of the Michigan State Spartans football team has retired. Yeah. Where were you when he got this news? At work. Yes, I was at work, and everything blew up. Board, yeah. Twitter, cell phone everything blew up and for uh, obvious reasons, but it's a shocking to say the least or we're yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Now like thinking about it after like five hours, I get it. Yeah. And I mean, I I, uh, thought maybe he would retire during the season. Like I was like, Oh, maybe the end of the year he will retire. But then once he didn't do it right away, I was like, Oh, he's not going to do it. Well, there's so many 
so many different ways why and how and i and i and i just don't know yet what that could be you know that could be i don't know it, did you watch the press conference it seemed like he just like done like he just physically yeah, and, and, I'll, and i'll give it i'll mentally. give it to that um you know, there is incentive of having $4 million in the cash bonus in yeah, January. People say that, like, if he would have returned in December right after the bowl game, like, MSU would have given him the money anyway. You, I mean, I, you don't know that. I don't know that. I would assume that, right? If I was in the but, best interest for the university, at that moment, I would have pushed that and said, yep, you're right, let's see it. But it also but might then be Mark being Mark. Why do you stay three more weeks almost it could also be mark it could mark be mark uh saying you know what i gotta finish the recruiting portion of it get you up to signing day i don't know then you leave it before signing day though i know i mean that's (laughs) what i'm saying you don't you don't timing is odd i'll give you that put it this way i think this way i don't think could there be could but could there be worse times for really of course of course i don't think he knew what he wanted to do i think that's why it's and and that's fine i think he said he wrote that speech that he put out on Twitter on the plane, like a week, a week ago, or made a decision like a week ago. Um, I don't think he really knew what he wanted to do until this this point, and it just coincided with what was going on. I mean, the, Andrew, the, the, the Andrew day before signing day, it might be even better. People are saying, "Oh, it's bad, bad." But like, what if he waited two days, like the day after, after the people signed? Like, is that worse? It looks way worse to me. Yeah. Like, what if he he does it on the sixth? But like, who are we waiting on to sign anyways? Exactly, and then people are talking about. Uh, Jordan Simmons from Georgia. Why do we not we not get him anymore? If we get a new coach, that's the right decision. It's more impactful than what one recruit is going to do for three. We're four not years. we're not on the table to get a five star no. game changing to set us no. up for the playoffs next year. It not, ain't it th- ain't it's not a big thing right now because it could get worse. Because the worst thing is is he stayed and multiple things to run through. Your head. Leaves halfway through the season. Leaves before the first game. Right goes, what two win season, three win season? How yeah. would you feel if he stayed and it was a three win season now? Yeah, you know, I mean, how much harder would it be to go? I mean, but he, I, I, you know what I liked that he said, and I didn't. It, it kind of hit me there in his press conference was, this is a great job to have. People will be lining up for it now. Take he had, that. He had a great presser. I mean, he's not gonna talk bad about the school ever. He is a proud to be a Spartan. There's no doubt about it. It just made sense what he said. He was just the passion's not there. The fire, the desire to go twenty four seven, three sixty five. That's what you do as a college coach nowadays. And when you're up in age, and if you don't have that burning desire, you're hurting the school. And he even said like he was walking in these high schools the last couple of weeks. Like you always got a plan. He said three years ahead. He's like, man, these twenty twenty one kids. Am I gonna be here to even see them play? And it's like once you start thinking that way, it's probably best to move on for the program. And I think he made the right decision. Yeah. And maybe I'm, we don't like the timing of it, but I think in general we had been calling for change almost all season pretty much after the Arizona State game, yep. and we got it. So I'm not going to complain about how it happened. Like, whatever. It happened that went the way it did. He got his money. He deserves money. He got us three Big Ten championships and a Rose Bowl and a birth in the college football playoff. Like, he deserves that money. It was time to move on. I think it's worked out perfectly. I think this saves his, his legacy in a way. I think it was teetering on a way if he would have stayed a little too long. He might, have hurt, he might have hurt his legacy here at Michigan State. I think now he left at the perfect time. Yeah, we had a bad couple of last four years, a 500 team. But that can be, for, that can be forgiven. Yeah, he's a legend now with no one who can really – like I was one of the biggest haters here this last year, like saying how much he had to go. But now it's like – it almost feels good because like after he gave his speech today, I was like, man, I like Mark D'Antonio again. Yeah. Like, and that feels good. Like I was trying to like not really like him anymore because 
I didn't see this program going anywhere. And now that he's done everything and looked back at what he gave to us and our program, like, it feels good to, like, be proud of the coach again. 13 years, man. Gave us championships, gave us Rose Bowls, memories that, you know, I – in my middle school days, I never got, man. Yeah. I watched more Michigan wins than you can count. It it was good. It was a good tenure, and I'm happy with it. But now on to the next, yeah. right? It's a new era, new change. And he's right. I mean, if you think of Big Ten football, you know, Michigan State's not taking Northwestern's job, right? It's not. It's not taking the Illinois job today. You're taking someone that has been there, can be there, and has a mentality to work hard and play on a chip on your shoulder. So yeah, it's, it's not been the done easiest before. job. No doubt about it. It's not the easiest job, but people have had success here before. There's usually gaps in between, I'll admit that. But people have had success here before, even going back to the 60s, parts of the 80s, early 2000s, now late 2000s and um, 2010s. Like Success has been here, Michigan State. You can do it. With the right guy. So let's talk about the right guy. Obviously, way too many lists out there, but... Yeah, I mean, we talked about a lot during our podcast during the season. Luke Fickle seems like the main guy that they're going to go after. It almost sounds like if he wants it, he can have it. Now, does he want it? That's the question. Yeah, I guess the, the inside reports, is they're just ta- they're talking about contracting and what money looks like. Right. So it could maybe it moves fast. I mean, Bill Beekman said today after Mark Antonio gave his press conference, he said a few words. He said, this is going to be quick. And they got to have a decision. Mark D'Antonio will have input. You know, Mark D'Antonio's biggest uh, mentor is Jim Tressel, who, yeah. I, who we know has been pushing Luke Fickle. And I know that insiders say that Mark will push for Jim, for um, Luke if he has a good amount of say and if Luke Fickle wants the job. So that's the number one guy. I would say he's in the clubhouse leader to get the job right now. Other names, Narduzzi. Narduzzi, obviously, coming back. Um, Enos. Yeah, but I don't think he'll come back. But I say those would be the top two. I mean, there's a big list. There's a big list out there. But yeah, at this some point, of the current guys. And but no, you're right. And I think those are the top two. And I would be fine because you can you can build fan base behind both of them, right? I agree. Because in my my opinion, Luke Fickle fits the bill. Because if anything you want right now. And if it's it's been proven because you can win here, you can be successful here, but the thing we need is recruiting. Yeah, it's funny. Re- in Mark D'Antonio's presser, someone asked him, like, what do you want to see in a new Michigan State head football coach? And he said, well, someone that can recruit this area because that's where somewhere, that's where our, you know, our bread is buttered or whatever, and this is where we get most of our players, which is Michigan and Ohio. Well, who recruits Michigan and Ohio? Well, Luke, Luke Fickle. Fickle. Someone that has experience with coaching in the Big Ten. He said that. Luke Fickle has that. Uh, what else did he um, set us about like being you know, strong? Did he just like hype him up? I right don't know, there? kind of in a way. Did he just set up? Yeah, like, the hype like a strong-willed person and like a good person. Like I don't know, I've never met Luke Fickle before. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But he pretty much just explained Luke to like. Maybe I was just thinking that in my mind because I was like, that's who I, who I want them to get. But I mean, I guess you could say Pat Narduzzi that same way. He recruits Ohio and he's been coaching the Big Ten before, but. Yep. We'll see what happens. I think it will be a quick move. I don't think. I mean, if it's going to be a head coach at another, you know, program, it's got to be quick because you're doing it to their program too. Yeah, for you sure. Know? So, so if it is Luke or yeah, that's what they do. We're screw. If we, say we go get Luke from Cincinnati. That screws them. We kind of screwed ourselves out waiting so long to hire somebody because we didn't have you know. Yeah, but opportunity shines, right? 
you know how many how many great coaches if Cincinnati is like the best Cincinnati will be fine they'll get another stud I mean D'Antonio you got um Brian Kelly now Butch Jones didn't have the the best tenure afterwards but yeah. they've got good guys they pump people out of Cincinnati and man they did they get a lot of recruits yeah last year. that's what would have been nice if we would have got this done earlier for that what's one reason i look at it is then lou fickle could have recruited at least maybe for a couple weeks i'll take uh, it as it is right now yeah i mean at the end of the day we're gonna take it as it is i'm happy that this happened i'm happy for mark to it feels like he was even joking around today on the the btn broadcast a little bit about you know golfing and what's he gonna do now he doesn't really have any hobbies all he has done his whole life is be a a football coach or a football coach in general i mean i think it's I think it's a lightning. I feel good he, for him. Yeah. And I think it's a lightning that he was, I mean, he really stressed the 24 hour, yeah. you know, seven days a week. And his daughter's pregnant now, they said. So I think, you know, he talked so about it a family BTN, man. He, he's about to be a grandpa. And I think maybe that hits you a little bit differently. Like, man, I miss a lot of my daughter's whenever recitals or football, you know, basketball games, whatever they did, you know, whatever events they like to do and activities it is a kid, birthday parties, family events. I'm sure you missed so many of those growing up. And now you're about to be a grandpa. Maybe you start realizing, you know, I'm 63. I kind of want to spend some time with my family. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I actually respect that. No. He's the greatest coach in Big Ten. I mean, uh, Michigan State history, in my opinion. Most wins. Things he's done. Changed the program in a big way. Left it in a better place than when he got here. And yeah, I think, the, I think the uproar today was really just trying to get why why february no one does it in february and now the more you talk about this and the more you, you i'm hearing you it's like who cares you know especially if you get like luke fickle if you yeah. get the best the best candidate it's, on the board that yeah. would have been there before who cares yeah and i think people try to get bigger like why is he leaving now you know is it because of this allegations and like dude he knew he was gonna go to court anyway what did it matter wouldn't he be better if he retired before so he could be off the record for everything and yeah. just like go in people wouldn't be cared as much because he was still the michigan state head coach like, now he already went to court, and now he retires after. He even said in the thing that, like, had zero to do with it. That I mean, the major allegations they came out with today were, like, in my opinion, not major Crazy. whatsoever. They're ridiculous. But it's just promising jobs for recruits' families. and Not even for the football program through a booster, which every team do- does that, and mostly, not that saying it's right or wrong, every team does that, and mostly it's with the, the football program. So they... And then having one having said that Curtis Blackwell met with a player off campus we're not supposed to, it's like, okay, sweet. Who cares? I wouldn't like, even that's care. That's major. Yeah. Major to me means I'm going to show up at this guy's house with a bag of $100,000. That's a major violation to me. Yeah, clearly. Not, I'm going to go talk to this guy in his house when I'm really not supposed to be talking to his house. It's like, get out of here. So, like it's, that's a tar- it's like, in my opinion, when it happened, I was – Shocked, kind of happy, I guess, in a way. Like happy, it was you get some new blood. Like the, some, you know, it's gonna be unknown who we get. It's gonna be unknown if the guy's gonna be successful or not. Yeah. But I can tell you, I didn't think we we're gonna see much more success under Mark going forward. I didn't yeah, see no, and I think it, you get to start the rebuild now. Yeah, you, know, you get to see. And 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 think about it. I I haven't watched Cincinnati last year. You know, outside the Memphis game, I think. But you look at Luke Fickle's offense right think about ohio state's offense think about the changes is you know i love what mark built a lot but and we've always asked for the times change but you're gonna get it you're gonna start getting 
different offense spread RPOs. You're going to start getting things that work with Luke that, it, that he's seen work at championship level, you yep. know? And so we'll see, we'll see how that changes. We'll see how the team reacts to it. We'll see how many transfer portals we get this year. Surprisingly, I bet you we have less. Yeah, I think if we hire the right guy, people will be more enthusiastic to come here uh, and stay. We, we might get more transfers to come to us. No, no doubt. I mean, one of the biggest knocks in recruiting lately has been, well, we don't know if Mark's going to be that much longer. You know, that was always the biggest thing. Like, people wouldn't recruit against us and they neg- negatively recruit. Now that's no longer going to be used against us, which is nice. Yeah. If you get, like, a new coach that's younger <laughs> – Who's to say he won't be for not here for thirteen years, and then no one can use that against us. We could use that yeah. against somebody else. Let's so, let's name let's name a building after him. Give him season, lifetime season tickets for him and his family for all sports, and let's 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 let it roll. Yeah, and it's cool that he's he's gonna stay with the athletic program. That also leads me to believe that everything left on good terms. If he's staying within the an athletic program and gonna have a job there, you think he'd have a job if things were bad? If there's gonna be some big allegation coming out, or if he was not. If if he was pushed out, like if he was being pushed out, why would he why would he want to stay with these guys that pushed him out? Makes yeah. no sense. I want to know what he does next. Yeah, it sounds like what he wanted to do, and we've been hearing about it, rumors of it, is they want to prove the prove the facilities for athletics, mostly for football, to keep up with the Joneses because we have nice facilities, but I mean everyone else is getting bigger, better, newer, you know, and that's yep. we need to do. You know, he really has a good connection with Clemson and their coaching staff, um, just like kind of like some of the things that they run and just the way that they do things. And Clemson has one of the nicest athletic and football buildings for, you know, for their players. And it's really state of the art and kind of new and fun. They have like a big slide in it, all this cool stuff. Not saying we're going to build a slide in our uh, (laughs) football (laughs) building. I I can pass on the slide. Yeah. But just improve the things we have. Cause that's the way you get recruits at this thing. You know, when you have a football program, you don't, you're not paying the players right or wrong. And you're pretty much printing money. So let's use that money to help build these facilities and give these kids something better. You know, it, you it'll help us both recruiting. It'll help us, I'm sure, catch up with everybody else in the Big Ten in a way. So I think he's going to really be pushing that with the donors, uh, and he's going to be a great face for it, for sure. And I'll have more time to go on the road, speak at these engagements, speak to the, the, the heavy hitters out there around the country that have ties to the program. So, Well, it's been a tough day for Spartans think after hearing that kind of news today taking the loss on Penn State uh we really need to beat Michigan yeah. on Saturday mad about the football uh sorry mad about the basketball team right now um bittersweet with the Mark D'Antonio like knows not too mad about the fact that he's gone sad that you know the coach of our I'll say our generation coach probably be considered our coach growing up who's there when we were in schools now Literally, like, I, I love it because in 30 years, when 20, 30 years, I don't know how long, but whatever that is, and I'm old, and I look back, and they go, and Mark D'Antonio is in the sta- stadium, and he waves, or yeah. maybe he doesn't even smile, you know, Probably just, not. The, just the glare. I'm going to be like, that was the best coach. That was my coach. That was that was the coach. Yep. And I think he left a great legacy. Yep. No doubt about it. Uh, it's... Like I said, bittersweet. With that being said, let's wrap this bad boy up. As always, go green. Go white.